Yes, lads, what is going on? And welcome to season four, episode 16 of The Running Irishman. In this episode, we are not joined by a guest. We have a much long overdue solo episode of the podcast coming up for you guys. Um, yeah, last time we done a solo episode like this was about two months ago. Um, this last solo episode before that one was six months. Um, so this is... You know, the gap between this one and the last one is a little bit smaller. But in terms of kind of what's been happening with, like, my running, the podcast, um, the injuries, just kind of life in general, what has happened lately is... um is quite significant to the to to the storyline of the of the injury uh story that we've been going through the past year and a half um I should get like a, a like a collaboration of all these solo episodes since the injuries passed uh, since the injury started and kind of you know see how we progress that's something like uh, I might look into into doing but um yeah you're all very welcome to the this episode and uh, we have a good bit to get through so we're not going to waste any more time and we're just gonna jump in straight away um, and kind of get into the into the nitty gritty nitty gritty side of things Um we're gonna we're gonna start off with the injury um and and with running uh, specifically running related to the injury and kind of getting back fit and um, because that is the bulk of this episode and so I'm actually back running with the team the team started back training after the uh the summer break about a month ago now um I'd like to say yeah about a a month ago um and since fully since the team starting back after summer I have been training with them and well training with them is <laughs> is a little bit of a stretch I, I'm, I'm doing the same sessions with them and and the reason I say that is because how outrageously unfit I have been um you know since since starting back which is obviously something I was uh I was I was expecting to to, to you know happen now one thing I do want to say is when I was injured and I was kind of thinking you know Oh, when I get back running and doing the sessions, there, there's not going to be like any pressure on me to to kind of be you know performing well in the sessions, I suppose, because like kind of when when you have you know spe- specific times, uh, you know you you want to hit or specific races that you're trying to for that you want to do well in, and you kind of have to be you know beating specific people in your group in training to do well in them races or to you know run them fast times. There's a little bit of you know competitiveness within the sessions. Um, that kind of, for me anyway, kind of added that little bit of pressure, um, just, you know, because you want to obviously do well in the sessions, and then I thought coming back from the injury, being absolutely at zero, being so unfit compared to, you know, the rest of the lads who have been training consistently over the year and a half I've been out, it would be, like, less pressure training, kind of more just getting it done, which it certainly is, but training to be fair has never felt harder um legs never feel up to it um and not in terms of injuries or or pains I'll get into that as well in a second um so legs just it's a shock to the system I suppose the legs aren't aren't used to it aren't up for it um that's one thing two as I've mentioned numerous times I'm so unfit and like kind of being so far back uh, in the pack and kind of you know, having to do every second rep or having to cut the, the session short or just feeling like so dead as soon as the session starts or even, an example is even in the warm-ups, um, in the warm-ups, like when the lads are kind of going at their easy pace, for me at the moment, that's quite a fast pace. And now I don't know exactly what the pace is per kilometre, but even like five minute pace um at the moment feels a little bit tough um so them things kind of combined into one have made training for me personally a little bit tough um since starting back um it's tough in the sense physically but like I mentioned it is quite pressure free you know what I mean like each session as my coach is saying I'm I'm getting that one percent better because you know the quickly enough you will catch up back to the level that you were at now when saying that obviously the lads that are that weren't injured whether that's the lads on the team whether that is the lads in races they are beyond where they were 
you know, a year and a half ago where I'm still trying to catch back up into, into that position. Now, I know I need to, you know, stop comparing to, to what the lads on the team are doing, the lads I'm racing against are doing, and kind of just focus on myself and getting back fit. Um, but these are kind of some things that inevitably do cross your mind when you are when you're coming back from an injury. You know, um, in terms of being further back in the in the pack, and like I mentioned, kind of having to do every second rep. And the reason I have to do every second rep is so. Just say we're doing six by a k, and we start off, and it's seventy second rest the first lap that finishes might be like at this rate it is i'd say about it could be a solid minute especially as we go up the distances like if we're doing like 2k reps 1500 meter reps um and depending how i'm feeling it could be 30 seconds to a minute difference um uh between the first lad and me and you know trying to trying to work the rest around that like my coach trying to work the rest around like the rest period around me and the first lad is just too hard to do so sometimes I kind of have to just do every second set so the lads that are finishing the reps quickly or quicker than me can get their proper rest and go back into the into the next rep so I kind of have to skip a rep and and then jump in then into the following rep so that's kind of the reason I've been uh, I've been doing every second rep as well it's just fitness kind of getting through Doing full sessions at the moment are really, really tough. Now, I am doing them, um, but yeah, sometimes I have to do, you know, every second rep or whatnot because um, just in terms of fitness, like it feels impossible to actually finish out and do the full session. Sometimes another alternative to that is um, is just doing shorter reps. So if the lads are doing 1,500 or 1,200 meter reps, maybe I'll do 1Ks and we'll all end up getting the getting the same rest i'm just doing shorter shorter distances for for each session or for each rep so um they are you know some things that i've I've noticed maybe since starting back from the injury Um, and one thing i've been telling the lads on the team is just do not get injured and it's and even for anyone listening uh it's it's honestly the best advice i give you and kind of like my injuries where it was some way inevitable um, just really, really try your best not to get injured. Um, just it's the injury itself, um, the mental side of it, and then coming back training, um, is just all bunched into one. It's just a bad, bad experience. So that's even though it's obvious information, I feel like you know the fact not to get injured. I feel like it also drives the point home. Is like please, please, please. Do not get injured. If that if that means doing extra recovery after a session or doing an extra long warm up or you know taking care of it of a niggle that you feel coming on before it can get any worse or you know skipping out on one session because your legs don't feel feel up to it. Um, honestly, in the long in the long term, I know there's all this out like out there nowadays. It's like oh, work hard, work hard, do you know no days off. Um. But honestly, God, listen to your body. That's another, you know, it's another kind of cliche, I suppose. Um, but it's some of the best advice I can give you. Listen to your body. And that's kind of the kind of training that I've been doing lately is is all around listening to your body. And it's been going well. Um, another thing that I have down here is kind of how the legs and how the body has been has been feeling. The legs, uh, we're soft with the legs. Um, because, you know, the legs are, are the most important, you know, part to be keeping as healthy as possible. So, we'll start with the obvious, the, the Achilles and the knees. My Achilles haven't flared up in a while. I've been really, really cautious about making sure I do my stretches before I do any sort of physical activity. Um, making sure I do my stretches after um, the physical activity. And that's actually a point I do want to get into. I have it kind of further down the list, but it is something that I want to talk about now. Is the fact that for my knees, and especially my Achilles, I've started looking at them more as not injuries more as kind of just general tightness and if you listened to the episode of the podcast with Robbie Cassidy I'll leave a link to it down in the description below this is a point we really touched on in in terms of kind of the injuries that I've had um that especially the Achilles because the Achilles is is a tendon and it it, it, it the calf runs into it so it's linked to directly to the, the calf muscle which 
tendons and calves can become tight after training this the exact same way you know hamstrings and quads can um so i feel like instead of instead of you know when the achilles do feel tight after a run like i done a 60 minute run today that i'll get into now in a minute and um, but when after the run and they feel a bit tight the kind of that's all it is the kind of getting the mindset of that's all it is is tightness and it's not it's not inflammation or it's not the injury getting worse or, or it's not, you know, aggravating or the, the injury or anything. It's merely just tightness. And once I've kind of adopted that mindset, I suppose, um, when I'm, you know, having my cold showers and, and doing my physio and stretching out after sessions and I, I feel like my Achilles is, is better, it gives me that confidence then to be able to go on and do the next session or do the run the next day without feeling like, oh, my Achilles felt sore yesterday, so I'm going to not run today. Instead, it's like, my Achilles were tight yesterday. i done my rehab. I had my cold shower. They feel good today. That's all it was. It was tightness. So now I can go on and do my and do my session or my run. So that's kind of, I hope that makes sense. But that's kind of the mindset I've, I've adopted with the Achilles. With the Achilles. Now, in saying that, if I was you know, to get up and start running instead of doing my warm-ups and, and my stretches for my Achilles, they would still flare up. Definitely not as painful as they used to, and it's definitely much more avoidable, you know, now that I know how to warm up my Achilles and my calves and things like that, it's definitely much more avoidable, but it's still not 110% to where if I don't warm them up, they will still flare up. But it is something I feel like I'm going to have to keep on top of for a while. Um, and then, you know, hopefully it will it will kind of just at, like disintegrate completely. But as of right now, once they are warmed up and they are stretched out and I do my physio work, work throughout sessions, um, throughout warm-ups and things like that, they, they bother me close to you know zero on the pain scale um so that is obviously a really really good sign of things um in terms of my knees and my just kind of yeah my knees and my quads um i am i i want to say i'm completely pain free with them but i feel like that would be jumping the gun a little bit um i am pain-free in the sense of like compared to th- the way I was at the start of my injury where if I jogged down the road they would they would start hurting and now if I was to jog down the road without any warm-up my knees wouldn't give me any bother my knees are kind of in the same boat as my Achilles really where once you know I I, I do my do my rehab and um, it's more of just a tightness thing um, but my my knees have come a seriously long way. Like I remember when I when I first got my my insoles, like the second or third day of my injury, and I ran down the road, ran about twenty meters. I was absolutely crawling back. So I'm nowhere near that. If I was to run down the road, like I mentioned, without any, you know, without any warm up with my knees, they wouldn't give me any bother. And um, it's kind of as I mentioned in a similar in a similar boat as as my Achilles after after training. If my quads are a bit tight. And um, or just you know my knees in general, they then my knee might be a little bit tight, but once I do my my rehab and things like that, that goes away. So it is a case of overall getting the proper warm up in, getting the proper recovery, and staying on top of you know doing the physio. And because I feel like once I do that, I'll be able to run pain free, and then eventually I'll kind of be able to run without having to do them now i feel like them stretches and the physio work that i was given from adam in the club is something that i'm gonna continue to implement into my running routine and into my daily routine and um, just because it is they are really really helpful and it it's in the gym and i'll get into the gym as well down down the line in this episode and um, but for leg day specifically in the gym i can feel my knees are a lot stronger a lot less pain free my quads have a lot more um, range of motion, allowing my knees to get a lot more range of motion, my squatting, I'm loving squatting at the moment, as I mentioned, I'll get fully more into gym now uh, in a moment, um, but kind of just overall, in day-to-day life, my knees are, are a lot, lot better um, to to compare to when they were um, at, the, at the, you know, closer to the start of the injury, um, I don't know if I mentioned it before, I think I have, but kind of, the, the, the stiffness in my knees, I'm pretty sure I have mentioned it before, the stiffness in my knees, um, 
like the the middle part of your knee kind of that soft part that used to be like really really stiff for me and if I bent down or if I squatted or if I was like down on my hunkers you know getting back up would be a real struggle but now you know because me and Adam uh have taken the the kind of stretching approach compared to the strengthening approach um to the injury it's given me that you know complete freedom of you know freedom of movement and and that complete range of motion over my body so that is obviously really really good to to um to feel and to hear and um, but I still have a ways to go to be completely injury free um it's just at the point to where I can manage them and um, without having to to not being able to run at all so that's kind of where I am and um, with that but like I mentioned I am running I am doing sessions I get into the specifics of the sessions that I'm doing um in in terms of the rest of my legs um when I started back running I'm not sure if I mentioned it in the last episode solo episode of the podcast but when I did start back running um with you know kind of even doing my own runs and um, before like over the summer before the team started back my uh, my shins were giving me a were giving me a little bit of trouble um yeah my shins were were I don't know, it, it was obviously, it was shin splints, um, and, it, and it was really, really annoying, even kind of just walking around, I'd be able to feel them, um, and then especially running, uh, they, they'd give me a bit of bother, so my, my shins specifically, they, um, they, they were giving me bother, so I got in touch with Adam, um, asked him, you know, here man, is there anything I can do to, to sort out my shins, he sent me on, uh, two really really good exercises that I've been implementing into into my full physio routine. I'll I'll also get into my full physio routine as well. Um, but they're they're two really really solid shin exercises that have helped me come pretty much just eliminate my shin problems. Um, you know sometimes once again after you know, training the next day, if I'm running that day, um, I, and there's a little bit of tightness, I might feel them, but in terms of, like, my overall shin pain, um, that is, that is gone, so them, them exercises really, really help, at the moment, what's giving me a little bit of bother is my calves, um, it, 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 it's, it's all kind of linked, I suppose, my Achilles, my calves, and things like that, um, but yeah, the, the kind of feeling I'm getting in my calves is, like, if I'm walking around, or, or any other time of day, my calves give me no trouble whatsoever. Sometimes when I start running, kind of, it's like a, a mixture of tightness, a cramp, and just spasms in my calves, just all mixed into one. That's that's kind of the best way I can describe the feeling. Like literally, if if you had like a, a mis- like a little a little massage ball, and put it into inside your calf, and then just you know turned it on and kind of just let it let it run. It's that kind of feeling, like my my uh, my calf is like vibrating. It's like spasming. It's moving about. It's kind of getting a bit bit sore, a bit crampy, um, and and uh, and a little bit tight. So they've been giving me a little bit of bother. I've been giving calf exercises and calf stretches, and I was with Adam, and I uh, I got a calf rub down from him as well. So I'm gonna once again, like I mentioned, I've been quite cautious. So I'm gonna you know stay on top of of my calves now it doesn't feel like it's anything that will get worse it just I feel like what it is is a just the body's reaction to to starting back running um and I feel like until I've done everything I have like any, everything I need to do so I kind of kind of put that into in, into better terms and everything I need to do it I kind of have myself a checklist so to, to kind of go through that checklist a little bit it'd be kind of like starting starting my own jogging doing a run with the team doing a session with the team um wearing spikes for the first time doing a, a, you know a, my own long run doing a, a back-to-back day so running one day and then running the next day and um, once I kind of get through that checklist and kind of start consistently training to the point of where I was before the injury I feel like the kind of niggles are gonna keep creeping up because every new thing I tick off that checklist I feel like like whether it's wearing spikes or doing a really really long run I feel like there might be a side effect to them things and that's just kind of my theory that's kind of the idea uh, the conclusion I've come up with um in the sense of like 
the body's going to react in a specific way to each thing I tick off that checklist, like mentioned, whether it's doing a really long run or wearing spikes or um, anything I do on that checklist. And I feel like I've done something on the checklist, whether it's it could be in doing a full session um, and then that kind of got my you know calves getting a little bit sore like when I first started back running when I was doing my own jogs that was the very first thing on the checklist my shin started giving me a little bit of trouble so I I, I know it's kind of hard to explain um, but in terms of each thing I do um, the kind of progress in my run and progress in my training might have a side effect um, in terms of my body might react in a specific way that may not be very, very helpful. So that's something I'm going to keep you guys up to date on um, and each thing I tick, tick off on that checklist and, and uh, each way my body reacts, I suppose. So I hope I, that didn't sound too confusing, but I kind of wanted to uh, to drive that, that point home. Um, in terms of improvements in my overall fitness, it's only been a month and it's a month training after being out for a year and a half. So that's that's something I need to really tell myself um, is that like realistically, if you know, if we're in a perfect world, I suppose, um, realistically, it would mean I'd have to train for a year and a half consistently to get back to where I was before I got injured. That's something I need to keep telling myself because, you know, each session I do and maybe I'm getting a little bit, little bit better depending on how I feel on the day. Maybe I'm able to do one more extra rep or kind of go that one second faster or my body just feels that 1% better. Um, e- even if I'm not, you know, catching up to people um, that, you know, I would be able to stick with or hold with prior to my injury. I need to just tell myself that I've been out for for a year and a half. Even though I'm getting these these little goals, if I'm not seeing solid improvement in my fitness, it's kind of mentally it's like a bit annoying, I suppose. Um, that's why I need to really tell myself like I've been out for a year and a half. So if everything was perfect over the next year and a half, that would nearly get me back to where I was. Um, so like a month in the grand scheme of things is actually nothing. Um, so. Yeah, I just need to keep keep saying like it's only been a month, you know. Um, I I was out for a year and a half. I need to to keep keep training as as much as I can and as safely as I can and as injury free as I can for the next year and a half, and then I'll hopefully be back to to where I was. And if not, then I'm just gonna have to you know keep keep training. And then on the other on the flip side of that, there's also a sense of um. There's also a sense of maybe it'll be less than a year and a half. Maybe I'll get, you know, a solid month or two of, of really solid pain-free training. And my, my fitness might my, my skyrocket because, you know, runners specifically know how you can kind of just get one good race or one confidence boost or, or a solid block of training and your running just takes a turn for the better. So, you know, something like that does happen all, you know, all is well and good. But if uh, if not, I'm just going to have to, you know, keep keep putting the work in. Like I said, it's, we've only been back about a month now and uh, in the grand scheme of things, you know, if it was out for a year and a half, a month is, a month is absolutely nothing. The main thing is, like, I'd, I'd, I'd be able to personally, I'd rather run pain free for for the next year and a half and gain no fitness than run in pain for the next year and a half and maintain the fitness I had before the injury so you know I feel like that's also a really really important thing to mention as well like if I my injuries that I had if I at the start at the start of the injury if I you know didn't take the rest and didn't do what I'd done to get to this point but was still running and maintaining that fitness I would prefer the situation I'm in now of being pain-free and not gaining as much fitness. Um, so I suppose that is that is another way of of looking at things. So in terms of the sessions specifically that I've been doing over the past month with the team as being back. So the first session we had in Trinity was two weeks ago. Um, we done a 15-minute tempo and six by 1200 meters. And this isn't the first session I done. This kind of just the first session we done in Trinity. And um, the fifty minute tempo was was okay. Um, I haven't been by the way. I haven't been wearing a watch or anything. I've just been primarily running on feel and um, just to make sure you know I'm not you know getting bogged down by the time I'm running. I'm literally just if the body feels up to running, I'm going to run. That's the kind of way I've been. I've been uh, doing the training. Like if you remember the Sunday episodes, you know at the start of the start of the podcast where I'd have 
each session, each run, each split I got, each pace I was running. At the moment, I'm not concerned about that. Now, I will get back into, you know, worrying about how fast I'm going and, you know, the pace of each run and things like that. But at the moment, it's literally just if the body feels like it can go faster, I'll go faster. If the body feels like it needs a rest day, I'll take a rest day. If the body feels like I need to go slower on a run, I'll go slower. Same in a session. So I can merely just tell you um, off, you know, the top of my head, remembering the session, how I um, how I how I felt. So with that fifteen minute tempo, I could feel the fitness kind of or the lack of fitness kind of kick in in the last few minutes. Um, but I got through that fairly handy enough. I really did pace myself. I didn't get out fast. I didn't even really pick it up too much. Um, because obviously we knew we still had the six twelve hundreds to go. So that wasn't too bad. Too bad. With the six twelve hundreds, I done the first twelve hundred. Then I done. Sec, then I done a 1k, 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 1200. Like I said, I was doing less distance, so the, the rest period for the other lads wasn't all messed up. So even though I was doing 1k, I was getting back for the start of the rest period, so I got the same rest for, uh, as all the lads, and the session could flow a little bit nicer. Um, for the last rep, I done the, the full 1200, obviously, because we didn't have to, you know, rest after that the session was over. Um, them 1200s were were good. Um, I kind of felt that was one of the first sessions where I was doing the effort, not just the distance. And that's something I'll get into as well. There's like a few of the sessions I was doing at the start of, of last month where, you know, we were just starting back with the team where I was just merely doing the distance and I wasn't doing the effort and um, but you know that first Trinity session really did feel like I was uh I was doing the the effort not just the not just the distance because I was able to get back for the rest period and jump back into the next rep with the lads and um, so yeah I done the last 1200 felt felt good then after the session my knees were a little bit mm, 50-50, a little bit iffy, then the next day they were a little bit iffy, like I mentioned, that Trinity session was one of the first ones where I felt like I was really doing the effort, so that kind of could, you know, and it was a long session as well, a 15 minute tempo, and a, uh, and 6 by, you know, 1200, so it's a long session, one of the longest sessions, the longest session I've done since starting back, so the, the, the knees kind of reacted to that a little bit, wasn't any, like I mentioned, wasn't anything to worry about, it was literally just um you know tightness i kind of i, I kind of got over that so that was a good session then the lads done a, another trinity session tuesday just gone so this is sunday the 25th of september um tuesday just gone and um, what's that like the 19th or something 19th of uh, september they done a another trinity session they done Five by five minutes, um, and the last thirty seconds of each five minute was like all out pace, um. I didn't do that session. I actually got that was when I went to Adam for the calf rub down, so I didn't do that session. Um, Thursday just gone. I done a road run, so mixed lads. So the 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 lads that are still with Mick that I was training with last year before me and some of the other lads moved up to Stephen. They were doing a road run, so I decided I'd jump in with them because they're a bigger group. Um, they're a bigger group. They're not going as fast as like some of the older lads in in Stevens group. So I was able to stick with them. Kind of, you know, I wasn't worried about getting getting left on my own. So I'd done a a, a run with them. Then last Tuesday, uh, or last Thursday, or Thursday just gone, and then yesterday I done my first ever session in Spikes. Saturday, uh, yesterday was Saturday. We I was with mixed lads again, actually up in Abbottstown, Abbottstown Cross Country Course, um, where where we have our, our Dublin's and and um the Autumn Open and whatnot. We done uh, I done a session with mixed lads because most of the lads on Steve in Stevens group were. Um, doing a 5k park run today it was kind of the first official race of the season and then some of the other like one or two of the lads were doing a session elsewhere so you know Abbott sounds close to home so I decided I'd jump in with mixed group and obviously I know all the lads in mixed group and and uh and there's and it's a bigger group so there's kind of all different levels so I wasn't getting left in the dust or having to do every second rep or having to uh having to um 
you know, cut the distance short. I was able to do the full proper session. And like I mentioned, it was my first session in spikes in like a year and a half. There's also a bit of a spike a personal spike dilemma that I I want to talk about. Um, I ha- currently have the Nike Dragonflies, um, the Barrowman ones, the red ones. Um, I got them near enough, like I'd say maybe four or five months into the... Was it? No, it could have been like six or seven months into the injury. Because um, Nike were having a sale and they were on sale for 100 euros. So I was like, you know, screw it. I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna get them. Um since then my feet have grown i got a nine my feet have grown to like a ten and a half eleven but I, I do still fit into them which is the main thing and um, but at the time i bought them i had just recently bought a pair of of spikes just before the injury that i got to run in once uh they are a size eight i'm like a size 10 now um, and then on Tuesday, just gone in the Trinity, or not Tuesday, just gone Tuesday, two weeks ago, in the first Trinity session, after the 15 minute tempo, I was like, you know what, I'll throw my spikes on for this, uh, for these 6 by 12 or these 6 by 1200s I went to put them, put them on, no way was my feet getting into them, so, I decided then, I'm going to have to use the Dragonflies for some cross country, I'm not racing this cross country season, um, that's also something I need to I need to talk about. Um, but I decided I um, uh, I'm gonna have to wear the the dragonflies for cross country season, just so I can actually physically use them. Um, instead of another pair of spikes going to waste. And then by the time cross country season ends and track season comes about, I'd say I'd still fit into them. And um, because I fit into them quite nicely there on Saturday, there wasn't it wasn't like tight or anything like it wasn't uncomfortable um and by the time track season comes around maybe if they're even a little bit tighter i'll still be able to use them but even if track season comes around and i have grown out with them at least i got i've gotten the chance to wear them it hasn't been a complete waste of 100 euro and um i'll be able to then kind of invest in a new pair of spikes once track season comes around but if if they still fit me perfectly and they're still and they're still like in good condition i'm gonna wear them for for uh track season it's the the Bearman track club uh dragonflies the red ones i'll uh, put a picture of them up on the screen for you now um so yeah i wore spikes for the first time on saturday we done a 2k warm-up we done four by a k in abbottstown and then we done a 2k cool down the fours by a k the four by a k felt really good saturday was another really good session with a sense of my uh, the injuries like my knees and achilles felt perfect and my legs in general felt quite good um, even like having to react to wearing to spikes for the first time, they still felt quite good, and um, it, it was another one of them sessions where I felt like I was really doing the effort instead of doing the distance. It doesn't really matter how slow you're running on that Abbotstown course, you know that it, it's it's not a forgiving course. It'll kind of put you through your paces, so it's always gonna feel tough. But I did feel like I was, you know, really doing doing the effort on on yesterday session, Saturday session, um. Uh, I actually don't know what splits I was getting. I'd imagine... A, I want to say low trees, high fours. Um, but that would be... That's actually just an absolute guess. And then after the session, legs felt good. A little bit tight. Kind of done my recovery and things and whatnot. And then I texted Stephen. Told him how the session went. Told him that I wore spikes. Told him that my legs felt good. And he was like, right, I actually want you to do a run today. So he wanted me to do a run today which is sunday he wanted me to do a long enough run and um, as i was mentioning kind of that checklist thing today was another yesterday was a, 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 something ticked off the checklist in the sense of wearing spikes wearing spikes was on the checklist see how the body reacts to that it reacted well no real reaction i suppose and then doing a back-to-back day was also another reaction and um, or not another reaction, another thing on the checklist where I, I wanted to see how the body would react. And that is what i done today. Stephen decided to do a really, really slow 60-minute recovery run. That is exactly what i done today. Really, really slow. Um, my right knee, feel it a slight bit at the start of the run. Kind of just as I was getting warmed up into it. My calves, my left calf, kind of feel it a little bit doing that bloody spazzy out thing it does. Um, and... Other than that, kind of just general, yeah, a little bit of general stiffness, a little bit of general tightness, um, due to the session yesterday, um, but like fitness felt grand. Doing the hour run felt, you know, good. It's the longest run I've actually done in a year and a half 
in terms of time being on my feet. Um, the road runs that I've done with the lads have been 11, 12k. Um, so in terms of distance, it it wasn't it wasn't anything crazy. I done today. I done. 10.6k at 5.54 per kilometer so really really slow and um, but you know I wasn't worried about the pace and um, it was just more about getting the recovery in making sure the body feels good not, not like torturing myself throughout the run and and that didn't happen the body felt good um, and the body felt good and you know got the recovery run in it's now 22.10 at night I came back and I um, went straight to the gym but now it's 20 past 22.10 at night um, after this episode is recorded I'm going to go off and, and kind of really nail down my recovery for tomorrow as Stephen wants me to do a triple back to back to back day um, he wants me to do a 20 to 25 minute as as he mentioned a granny pace uh uh run tomorrow just really really slow obviously we have the session on tuesday in trinity so like i don't need to be killing myself tomorrow um just you know to to keep the legs slightly taken over it's it's more just kind of see again how the body reacts and to keep the legs taken over it's not as much to gain fitness but i'm actually so unfit at the moment that kind of any running that i do is going to contribute to to overall fitness so i'm going to do that tomorrow. See how um see how the body reacts. Let's even though fingers crossed. You know after my recovery and physio work and rehab I do tonight that I feel well enough to run tomorrow and you know and it doesn't affect my my session on Tuesday. So that is something I'm I'm looking forward to because even though I done back to back days yesterday and today, it was going from session to run where I can take it really really easy on the run. But I think going from run to session. And seeing how the legs hold up in a session is going to be a different story. So I'm really, you know, looking forward to it and curious about how the body's gonna gonna hold up in that sense. Um, but yeah, kind of overall, I've been able to run consistently, doing sessions, doing long 11, 12k runs, um, 60 minute runs, 50 minute runs. The past four or five weeks, relatively, you know, pain free. As I mentioned, there was a general tightness. My shins are giving me a bit of trouble. My calves are giving me a bit of trouble. Um, I could slightly feel my knees and Achilles every now and then. But over the past five weeks, I've been able to do some fairly decent running. My legs haven't felt great running. I haven't felt great running. But I've been doing the distance. I've been doing the effort relatively pain free over the past five weeks. So if we kind of you know, go go from there and kind of use that little bit of momentum that we've been having lately, especially like the past two weeks where I've been really doing doing the sessions properly and really running hard. Um fingers crossed, you know, we'll be we'll be looking towards a solid track season. And that's kinda a point I want to touch on as well is that I'm not gonna race this cross country season. I had a, a series in mind and it was road to racing for the Dublin Cross Country Championships this October. Like October's like six days away. Um so and my fitness I would like you know that people out there that have ran races, like you know the pain in a race. Um if you're kinda not you know, if you haven't prepared the best you physically can and you're not in the best physical shape you can for the race, you're going to suffer. And especially in courses like Abbottstown, which I mentioned that are not forgiven, um, you're going to suffer. And I just feel like I'd, I'd make an absolute fool of myself. Um, I know racing is... It, racing is obviously another thing on the checklist that I need to see how the body reacts to. It's a, it's a, also a thing for confidence. But, it you know, it doesn't take a rocket science to realise... Uh, two months of training um to after being out for a year and a half is not enough to start racing again um e- although you know building up the confidence to start racing again is something that I'll need to do in terms of physically being able to race I'm just not there yet now I'm more than happy I know what this is like the second well this will be like the third cross country season I'm sitting out of um watching watching from the sideline but at least this time you know I'm pain free and I am running instead of you know still being injured but um all the training that I'm doing now is hopefully to lead up to a solid enough pain free um a solid enough pain free track season kind of you know them them long runs and them cross country sessions to to build up that that 
based that foundation, that little bit of strength to then be able to get a, a bit of speed work done on the track. Um, a few other things on that on that you know imaginary checklist of mine. Maybe I should properly write it out. Um, but another thing on on my checklist is speed work. Seeing how the body reacts to that. Also wearing spikes on the track because as you know, if going from cross country to track, um, and and wearing spikes on the on the track for the first time, even just you know, within that gap of the two seasons, your your calves and your body does react in quite a painful, painful manner. Um, wearing, wearing spikes on the track for the first time. So that's another thing uh, on the checklist to see how the body holds up um, from from wearing spikes on the track for the first time once track season does roll around. Um, and, you know, obviously I'm expecting to have calf tightness and the legs feeling a bit iffy after wearing spikes on the track for the first time in a while but just in terms of like the injuries and how um how painful it really is hopefully it's not too painful and hopefully by the time track season comes around I'm relatively absolutely pain and injury free um so there are a few extra things as well as obviously racing is on that checklist to, to see how see how um both the mind and the body reacts to to racing for the first time on the on the topic of um of of track clan of harriers track is getting resurfaced it's hoping to be open and ready to use by mid-october we've had actually quite good weather here in ireland recently so it hasn't you know delayed um any any of the construction for the for the track so that's kind of being worked on quite well and quite quickly so hopefully we'll have a nice fresh track for a fresh start to a to a to a track season once once that rolls around once again but you know no no point talking about that. We're only in the, the, the very, very beginning stages of the cross-country season. So we'll see how this goes first, and then we'll, we'll worry about tr- track when, when when we come to it. Um, for the lads' first official cross-country race, um, obviously I mentioned they had the 5K road run there today, and the lads ran really well, you know, kind of dusting the cobwebs off um, after not racing for a while. In terms of the lads' first official cross-country race, we are heading over to Cardiff. Um, We're heading over to Cardiff on the 14th of October to the 16th. So Friday to Sunday, the race is on the Saturday. Um, That is, you know, it's my first time travelling with with Clonliffe Harrier, so I'm really, really looking forward to to that. I'm not racing, but I do get to go over. I'm going to to vlog the whole experience, the same way I kind of vlogged the uh, cross-country nationals and Dublin championships last year. I'm going to to you know record and, and document the, the whole travelling and racing experience over there. We we're staying in a hotel, we're there for three days. <coughs> I'm sure I'll still um I'll still, you know, run with, with some of the lads um for maybe their their warm ups and, and things like that. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. So that is the lads' first official cross country race of the season and then after that we have the first round of the um of the Dublin Championship, so, you know, a few things coming up nice and quickly, so, <coughs> kind of, sorry about that, kind of skewing away from running a little bit, I want to talk a little bit about the gym, and specifically leg days that I've started doing, so I have my um, phone here, and I want to just talk about the last leg day i done was the best leg day I've done, so I'm gonna, you know, base base my leg day training off of, of that day, off of that and kind of where I want to progress from the last leg day I've done. So I have my app here that I hopefully hold on you can you can see that. Um I have my app here that you actually cannot see that the glare is too too intense for anyone watching this episode on YouTube. We have my app it's called Core Circles where I you know take down and uh, all of my all of my um workouts to kind of progressively overload as I go on. But um so first squats as I mentioned with the physio exercise that I've been doing, my knees have become a lot, you know, looser, a lot stronger, my quads have been coming a lot stronger, a lot looser, and my range of motion has definitely increased. So um with barbell squats, I really love squatting at the moment. And um, the way I'm doing my leg training is compared to my upper body training, I do for upper body, I do three sets, two sets of eight, and one the last set to failure. That is kind of for, you know, kind of just more for aesthetics, I suppose. 
as well obviously you're, you're building strength once you're lifting weights but specifically for strength and power training um you know i need to build up that strength for for the long distances that i'll be running i'm doing three sets first set eight reps second set six reps last set four reps and then i'm increasing the rate the weight each rep so on the last day of squatting i started off with 37.5 kg so that's the bar 20 kg um a five a five and a 2.5 and a 2.5 and a 1.25 and a 1.25 each side. So it was for 8 reps. Then a 40 kg for 6 reps. So that's the bar, a 10 and a 10. And then the last set for 4 reps, I done 42.5 kg. Leg extensions, I'm doing 11.25 kg or 8 reps, 12.5 kg for 6 reps, and for 4 reps, I'm doing 15 kg, I really do like leg extensions, and if you do, um, if at the, at the end of, you know, each set, if you kind of just hold, hold your uh, legs in them extended position for, you know, 30 to 40 seconds, it really does help strengthen up your knees as well, so I've been doing that, um, as well, Bulgarian split squats, my worst enemy, I absolutely hate these, if anyone has ever done these, or done leg days in the gym, or kind of knows anything about the gym, these are like the forbidden exercise for leg days are absolutely criminal and um, i do 10 kg for eight reps six reps i do 20 kg and then for the last four reps i do 25 kg i absolutely hate them but for running specifically um single leg exercises obviously running is a single leg sport you're only ever using one leg at a time so them single leg exercises are um you know more more you know running specific line hamstring curls i do eight reps i do 10 kg six reps i do 11.2 kg and for the four reps i do 12.5 kg and um, let me see seated calf raises this is my last exercise i do 20 kg for eight reps 30 kg for six reps and then 35 kg for four reps so um I'm, you know, each week, each time I do do legs in the gym, I'm kind of gaining that confidence that, you know, my legs are strong enough to, to go up the weight and it won't affect my injuries and I won't be walking out the gym or running the next day, you know, with pain in my knees and my Achilles. So that is allowing me to progressively overload and increase the weight and gain more strength in my legs each time I do legs in the gym. I'm only doing it one day at, a t- at, at the moment. Um, um, actually, I'll go through my current you know schedule for for um for training but yeah at the moment i'm only doing at the moment i'm only doing legs once uh once a week in the gym so gym routine when a gym current gym routine monday legs tuesday push and team session (coughs) sorry um wednesday pull thursday push and team session friday pull Saturday team session and push because the team session is in the morning and the gym in the in the afternoon, and then Sunday pull. I'm actually going to be altering this slightly with Sunday pu- long run and pull and Monday uh, easy run and legs. Um, so each you know kind of this this routine that I've kind of given myself and the way I'm able to you know keep altering it to show how I'm progressing and how I'm like you know, adding more days of running um, or maybe more leg days because one leg day is obviously good. But for running, you know, upper body in the gym isn't as important as legs in the gym. So I will be implementing more um, leg days as I go on. Um, but as I still have them push-pull days in the gym, obviously push is chest, shoulders and triceps and pull is back and biceps and traps, I suppose, but I don't do traps. Um I still want to, you know, keep them up, you know, the days where I'm only doing easy runs, I can just run into the gym and um, I can run into the gym and do a bit of push or pull because, you know, I have, as I mentioned in a few of the episodes of the podcast, I have really gotten into into the gym and into my physique and kind of how my body looks and, you know, kind of building up that that upper body strength so if i'm able to you know it people think oh will you not get too bulky in the gym but the only way you get bulky is by bulking if i'm literally just lowering my body fat percentage that is not going to do anything but just make me a more fit and stronger all-around athlete so i do want to keep implementing them push and pull days in the gym as much as i can 
Now, kind of to wrap up the episode, we're going to skew away a little bit from fitness in, in general. Just kind of talk about what's been going on in, in my life recently. Um, I got my leaving cert results back. Really, really happy with them. I got an offer to go to Minute for media. Um, I have my heart set on, on DCU. Unfortunately, I haven't, I haven't uh, gotten an offer from DCU. Um, so I am doing journalism in college now. Um, and then next year I'll be able to to hopefully go to to DCU for media. But I'm doing journalism, a journalism course in college at the moment. Um, I absolutely love it. I'm in four days a week. We're doing things like radio programming, where it's literally just podcasts, is just talking to the radio. And um, we're doing writing, writing research and technical skills for journalism, which is also skills that will help me with my you know questions, find out questions for for um for to ask athletes and you know how to research questions and how to and how to write questions and how to write pieces for um for you know some some sport or news articles um as well as technical skills you know using the computer and using software and obs and and camera and microphone equipment to uh to improve my overall quality of the podcast so it's it's literally exactly what i'm what i want to do so i'm really really happy with that at the moment um and I'm also um working doing work experience every Friday with my local radio station. Um so that is another, you know, another great thing that, you know, is giving me great experience kind of be talking talking on air and kind of the getting, you know, the behind the scenes of how radio stations are run and how they work and obviously it's gonna give me skills that I can carry on into the podcast and obviously carry on into into the future. So I'm really, really, you know, loving that at the moment. So um yeah, in terms of, you know, college and things like that and life it's all it's all going good and, you know, running's getting back on track and getting injury free and, and gyms and leg days and all are, are, are going good and we're heading to Cardiff in October. So I really, I really, really can't complain. So everything, everything is on on the up at the moment. But you know, we'll touch wood, <coughs> and um, hopefully things can can stay like that for a while. So guys, that is going to do it for this solo episode of the podcast. As I mentioned, it was a complete update episode. It was um, it was a complete update episode. It was literally just telling you all how the injury and how the running's coming along and, and James and you know things that are that's going to be you know coming up as I mentioned keep an eye out for that Cardiff vlog um we're heading over on the 14th of October so keep an eye out for for that vlog it is going to be a good one and uh yeah that is that's kind of all all the latest updates all the latest news I'm sure in a month or two time we'll we'll jump on again for another solo episode of the podcast to um to, to give another update and hopefully we have progressed even further from where we have today we've been talking here for about an hour and 10 minutes um so there was a lot to get through but i suppose it's better than having a 20 minute episode of absolutely no valuable valuable information to talk about so without further ado i hope you all enjoyed this episode of the podcast and i'll see you all in the next one bye